ready for this? I got one thing to say. Inside the ring. Outside the ring. That I just happen to be the greatest wrestling machine alive. It's all here. What a mega matchup. Universal Wrestling Podcast. I like this kind of party, baby. Welcome to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to a very special edition. On today's episode, we have a very special guest. He is Joe Carney from The Angle Podcast. Don't confuse it with The Angle Slam Podcast. Joey, how you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to talk wrestling. Can never yes, pass sir. up an opportunity to do that. So I'm good. Let's start with the first segment. As always, crack open a cold one. Crack open a cold one. So, Joey, you are a podcaster in the wrestling industry. How did you get your start? Oh, man, it's quite a uh, quite a story, but I'll I'll paraphrase for you here. I went to school for writing and journalism. I'm an avid writer. I love to do that. I'm passionate about wrestling. It's one of my uh, biggest passions, actually. And I kind of just decided, you know what? I want to do something that includes all of this stuff. How do I do it? Podcast is probably the best thing. I didn't know how to do anything with a podcast, just Googled, yeah. YouTubed everything and <laughs> kind of just made my way. Yeah, yeah. You started around the same time as a lot of people. I know a lot of my friends, podcasters, we started a little bit before the pandemic and it's crazy. Now there's so many good wrestling podcasts, including yours. Now tell the listeners a little bit about your podcast. What is it all about? Really just a podcast that talks about wrestling. It used to be where I would talk about weekly stuff and then I would do interviews, yeah. but now I'm into everything as like belt reviews and all this kind of stuff. So Sweet. I call the the best fan insight into professional wrestling. Everything prefer, uh, professional wrestling you can find there. Now, I know you interview a lot of guests, a lot of celebrities, a lot of wrestling celebrities, I should say. Give me some of your favorite moments. If it's behind the scenes or if it's the questions you ask, what are some of your favorite moments? Well, there's two things I love about uh, the podcasting. One is the backstage stuff, whereas you actually meet the guests before you actually you know start the interview and you get to feel them out and see how how really cool they are in real yep. life opposed to their character. And the second part is when you have these questions where, for example, Rob Van Dam, he's one of my favorite interviews that I've done. And I didn't know what to expect going into interviewing somebody like that, especially at the beginning when he was one of my first big interviews, talking to him and asking him questions about you know his uh, getting pulled over uh, with marijuana and the WWE title in the front seat. I didn't know what to expect from those answers. And he was just the coolest dude and made me feel really comfortable. Yeah. That's probably the biggest surprise. It's like, wow, they're real people. What we forgot to do, Joey, and it's my show and I forgot, we forgot to talk about the beer. So <laughs> let's do it. I'm drinking a punkless dunkle. There you go. It's a pumpkin wheat ale from Neshaminy Creek. It is a 8.8% alcohol and it's really good. It's a pumpkin beer. You get it. It's during the fall. I love it. I love pumpkin. I love coffee beer. Joey. What is your drink of choice for this episode? Because I'm up north right now in New Jersey and it's like 40 degrees, I want nice. to feel like I'm back in Florida. So I have yeah. a, uh, the brand is Funky Bruda. They're uh, the brood in Florida. It's uh, called a Floridian. It's got that citrusy taste, makes you feel like you're back on the beach. There you go. So that's my choice for tonight. 
My man, I can't believe I forgot that. Jeez. <laughs> All right. One of my favorite questions I love to ask guests, your thoughts on the current product, and it could be from AEW to Impact to WWE. What are your, your thoughts on the current product of today? Honestly, I'm so infatuated with it. I think it's the best that it's ever been. I know a lot of people rag on WWE, yeah. a lot of people rag on AEW. I'm one of those uh, neutral parties where I watch everything. Nice. And I'll, I'll just tell you what I like and tell you what I don't like. But I'm really excited to see what to see what's going on. Like there's yeah. so many different opportunities there's so many different platforms to be a professional wrestling fan and even a professional wrestler this yeah. is the best time i think ever yeah a few episodes ago i went on a, a, a rant and i said it's not about professional or it's not about competition it's about professional wrestling and that's what we got Absolutely. here with aew with the alternative you got impact who you know they're doing well better than they were you know years ago it's it's great to see and the wwe is still the top dog and i i don't have any issues with that one last question before we get into the next segment which is wrestling news current favorite storyline or something you're looking forward to for me it's roman reigns last summer they said it was the summer of cena i think they mistaken i think it is the uh decade of roman reigns joey what are you looking forward to what are your favorite current storylines give me something my favorite current storyline right now is like you said roman reigns and the bloodline yeah now we have solo uh sokoa and, and nxt which is the brother of the usos so i saw that there i mean the bloodline is really all over WWE, not just SmackDown, not NXT or Raw. They're everywhere. So really, the anything with the bloodline is what I'm really set in right now. But I yeah. also want to see what Edge does next after that uh, great Hell in a Cell match you had with Seth. I love what, you know, everything that's going on. Like you said earlier, it doesn't matter if it's WWE, AEW, Impact. And uh, that's the nice segue for the, uh, the next segment. So let's get into it. Wrestling news. <laughs> Wrestling News of the Week. So if you're a fan of wrestling, which I hope you are if you're listening, uh, there were two really good promos last week. There was one from Moose from Impact Wrestling and one from Cody Rhodes from AEW. Joey, we're going to watch, listen, and then we're going to discuss uh, each promo. So here we go. We're going to start with uh, Moose. I know I've done a lot of bad things to get to where I am today. I try to break the neck of a man I once called my best friend. And I bound for glory. I probably did the worst yet. I took away everything Josh Alexander Worked his ass off to get right out of his hands. Right in front of his beautiful wife and young child. And Josh, believe me when I say... I have no sympathy. When it comes to professional wrestling storylines, 
And everything that goes into that is what I love most about uh, wrestling. As he stated, he beat uh, Alexander in front of his wife and his kid. Dude, how does that make you feel? Isn't that so freaking awesome to see? I love it. I love the storyline. And what's so good about Moose is that he is not portraying a character. You can tell that he's speaking from his heart and it's an authentic promo, which just makes you hate him even more because it seems so natural for him to be a heel. I've loved Moose for a long time. Had the opportunity to interview him and uh he's just he's just a great talent because now i have this which makes me the greatest champion in all of professional wrestling it doesn't matter here we go how elite you are It doesn't matter what tribe you're chief to. It doesn't matter if you're the boss, the man, a woman, a king, the queen. It doesn't matter what day you hold a title. Hell, you can add a new day to the week. I'm still the greatest champion in all of professional wrestling. And if you think the things I've done is vile, Evil, despicable to get the disc. When it comes to like calling out other pr- promotions, I'm okay with. And every now and then AEW does it. And I'm like, uh, I'm not really a big fan of that. But when it's part of the storyline, when it's part of the promo, and it's really not doing too much damage. It's 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 getting, you know, moose over. It's doing exactly what you want it to do. I'm okay with that. I dig that. What are your thoughts on his promo and what he said about Elite and uh Roman Reigns, Sasha Banks? I mean, it goes on and on. What what is your thoughts on uh this promo? I totally agree with what you said. Mm-hmm. When AEW does it, I feel like it's more of a jab and it's done intentionally. Where yeah. if you look at the roster from Impact, I mean, they've taken a lot of girls and and guys that were released from WWE, I think this is really the first time that they've ever mentioned another wrestling company. Obviously, they have their stuff with AEW. I think this is the first time that they've actually called out other companies. And I think it was done, well, one, because Moose is, he he's an impact guy. He had the opportunity to go other places and he, he stayed an impact. So I yeah. think this is him now being the world champion, stay, staking his claim to the other companies. Like we're a company that you need to uh, pay attention to. And I'm exactly. a champion. I'm a champion. You need to you know keep out looking for. Everyone's talking about Roman. Everyone's talking about Kenny. Yeah. Now everyone needs to talk about Moose. It wasn't yeah. really a dab. It was more like, hey, look at us. We're here. I wanted Alexander to win and he did. And it was such a good moment, but I was pulling for Moose too. I I just, I I love what they're doing right now. I mean, Alexander, now he's a singles competitor. A couple of years ago, you know, ego, all out ego, Ethan Page, my man. Yes. (laughs) They were tagging together. He's now a singles competitor, um, Alexander. And I love that too. I obviously he's going to get more title reigns because he is the real deal. Moose is the man. 
Um, any last words before we get on with the next promo? Honestly, this, uh, what happened at Bound for Glory with Moose, yeah. kind of, I guess you can say cashing in, was probably one of the biggest cash-in type moments, I think, maybe ever. I mean, that might have been even, I know I'm going out on a limb here, but that might have been Don't say it. Rollins. I knew you were going to bring that up. It was so yeah. devastating because he had his family in the ring. and That's you know, it right there. Yep, if yep. this was done on a WrestleMania stage, it'd be oh the Oh my God, percent. yeah. It's just the, the family. I mean, JR says it a lot. He doesn't like when it gets too personal in the ring, but that was perfect. They didn't say, you know, my your wife's a bitch and she's a no. whatever. It was just, I don't know, a moment and the kid probably loved it. You know what I I mean, he was yeah. in the main event watching his dad. His dad won, you know, and then this happens. It's 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 really cool to see. Um, and it was done so like so perfect, strategic. yeah. Like he took the, like he won quickly, took the title, and then the show ended. There was no sense of showing you about anything about his wife, what happened to Josh. It was just he's holding the title, and it, the show ends. So let's get on with the next promo. It is from Cody Rhodes. Let's listen to Cody and let's hear what he has to say. I hear you. I hear you online. I hear old wrestling managers shouting at clouds on social media. <laughs> and I heard you this Saturday. I had one of the best wrestlers in the world, Malachi Black. I hooked under one arm. I hooked under the other arm. Ultimately, I would hit a Tiger Driver 98, as Excalibur pointed out so beautifully, but for a brief moment, for a glimmer, I thought about hitting a very different move. And that move is the pedigree. Is that what he's talking about? I think so. I, I know he, he looks up to Triple H, and I know they are... I don't know what the relationship is. He, it just seems like he's enamored with Triple H. What is it? Do you have any idea or so thoughts on that? Why does he always bring Triple H up? Because, you know, in the beginning stages of AEW with the throne and the hammer and all that shit. Yeah. But what are your thoughts, Joey? I would assume that it has to do something with, with you know, Cody's push or his time with WWE. Obviously, Triple H being a part of the creative process, whatnot. So I would assume it's something to do with that. What would happen? What would happen had I hit that move? Would I have popped up? Would I have sneered? Would I have abused my executive vice president role? Would I have broken the covenant between you and I, challenged for the world title and won the world championship? Do you want to know why I didn't? Because respectfully, that's too easy. No, no, not the matches. The matches would be hard, but that is the easy way out. I feel like as a fan, you have your right to do whatever you want. You can cheer. You can boo. But if you're going to boo the narrative, boo the true narrative. Nobody has any problem acknowledging the man who signs the checks, but please don't forget the man who built this bank. Now that's pretty cool. I uh, This was a promo that I think Cody needed. Yeah. This needed to happen to Cody. I mean, he's saying everything that I, I want him to say, you know, don't forget about me. I'm one of the, you know, founding fathers of AEW. I'm in a tough place. I just had a kid, you know, I'm, I'm executive vice president. I, I have a lot of different ties that I wear, a lot of different things that I do. 
just give me, you know, a few months, a few, uh, whatever. Just give me time. I'll be back in the ring. He's back in this promo is exactly what he needed to say. I love the promo. Um, a lot of times with Cody, for some reason, uh, it seems very scripted, uh, especially now seeing Rhodes to the top. He practices his promos and in sp- certain yeah. phrases he's going to use. It was a great promo. I think a lot of it was pandering to the crowd to kind of get them on his side. Yeah. Almost like in a desperate attempt. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Cody. I've never yeah. been one. But, oh, I'm done with Cody. But I just think that, I don't know. It's a weird, yeah. he's in a weird position. That That's probably the best way to describe it. It's, it's, he's in a weird position and, uh, a heel turn wouldn't help that. And we're going to get to that. Here we go. And please do me a favor. Like I said, that's the easy way. It's not in my nature. Do yourself a favor. I put myself in your shoes. Put yourself in mine for one night here. All right. Put yourself in mine. Think about it. I grew up in front of you. I debuted at 20 years old. No knee pads, no muscles. I've got a wife that's too hot for me. I've got a brother that if you honestly think about it, bell the bell, he's a Hall of Fame player. Dustin Rhodes is likely better than I am. I got a daughter that I barely deserve, and I have a father that if I lived to be 300 years old, I would not be able to leave behind the cultural legacy that he did. So the easy way out, the easy way out is not the way. I will not turn. There we go. I mean, this we got four or five more minutes in this promo, but that is what you want to see. And you said it before I played the uh, the promo again. Turning heel won't help. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure. With you know, I love the promo. Everything he said was great. Everybody knows that even if he was to change characters, everybody knows the real Cody Rhodes. It would take a while for them to believe in it. All right, Joey. Any last thoughts before we get on with the next topic here? Yeah. Great week for uh, promos. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast and that means you're a wrestling fan, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair a couple weeks ago exchanged belts on SmackDown and it just looked bad. I mean, very Charlotte. Awkward. Yeah. It was just very awkward. Um, coming from your point of view, what did you get out of that? I mean, was there anything like, it, like I said, if you're a wrestling fan, you know the you know you know what happened. Charlotte Flair. I don't know if it was on purpose or an accident. There's not. We haven't heard anything, but they were exchanging the belts, and supposedly uh, Flair threw the belt. Really, maybe dropped the belt, and uh, that wasn't scripted. That wasn't the. Uh, that's not what they wanted to do. So, I mean, Joey, what do you think? Well, apparently there was some backstage heat going on between Becky and Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and all that unscripted stuff was not, I mean, it wasn't supposed to happen. The throwing yeah. of the titles, the dropping of the titles, I mean, you know, kind of playing catching, you know, yeah. catching release here. But uh, it was such an awkward promo to watch, not knowing all that stuff be- beforehand, watching it live. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is really awkward. Yeah. And then it ending the show was like, it was a very weird placement. That, that could have, that could have opened the show. That could yeah. have been somewhere in the middle. That didn't have to end the show. All the fans probably left, like, what the hell just happened? Like, so weird. Yeah. Supposedly the original idea was for uh, Lynch to grab both belts and do Becky two belts. I mean, I don't know how true that is, but uh, it's just, uh, I don't know what, what's up with Charlotte. It looks like she's just, I know she's a 12 time champion. I know her last name's Flair. I know that she's, you know, probably the best women's wrestler as we speak, but uh, you gotta be a locker room leader. And if the reports and the rumors are true, which, Again, we don't know. She's, yeah. you know, not really that person. She's not that role model. So 
it's a shame, but uh, I mean, her boyfriend or fiance, is it boyfriend? Is Andrade fiance. Boy- fiance. fiance? Yeah, okay. He's in AEW, obviously. I mean, it, there's no way she goes, right? There's no way they let her go. Listen, it's possible. She yeah. can let her contract run out. I mean, I don't know what yeah. it's all up, but yeah. if that was to happen, that I mean, that's that's like that's a, that's a that's huge, huge one of the biggest yeah. losses they can lose. Yeah, like, that that's like losing Roman. Yeah, that's that's tough. I mean, again, Becky's back. She's on fire. She's a heel. She looks great right now. What do you do with Charlotte? I mean, she's now on SmackDown. Who is next for her? I mean, SmackDown isn't stacked as I mean, Banks is there. So who's her next competitor? What what's up with that? Because sure, really, yeah, we yeah. Because Becky saw left. Her in a match. Yeah, we saw her in a match with Shotzi, which she she beat her on Friday. Yeah. And, and Sasha's kind of feuding with with Charlotte, but now Shotzi's yeah with yeah. Sasha. So I mean, I think Sasha, a uh, Sasha uh, and Charlotte Flair feud would be great to start her time on SmackDown. Yeah, and then kind of transition over to Shotzi and really just elevate. I mean, if you don't if you don't have big plans for her for her right now, and she's really not you know doing her job well backstage, yeah. let her just put over all the talent. Let her build the other talent, and then and when I, Bailey comes back, lose the title to Bailey. Now I don't know if you listen to Busted Open, but I do, and Mark Henry was discussing something that was interesting. And he was all for Charlotte being who she is now. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it, but he said, like, give Charlotte what she wants. If she wants to be 16, 70 time champion, then give it to her. If she's going to be that asshole, then let her be. She is one of the best. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think you need to be a locker room leader, but uh, he does have a point. I mean, she is, uh, in my opinion, she's the best right now. I think so, too. I don't necessarily agree with what he said mm-hmm. to an extent. Like you said, I, I would yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, but like, it's like rewarding bad behavior. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, if she's not a great presence to be around, that's yeah. going to affect marketing. That's going to affect media. Yeah. And overall it's going to affect their reputation. Yeah. You know, oh, so, uh, so, uh, Charlotte's hard to deal with. You yep. don't want her to do the interviews here, there, you know, wherever yeah. that affects the business. So at some point they got to step in and be like, you know what? Get yeah. your shit together or you're done. Yeah, exactly. Let's get on with the next topic. Now, a few weeks ago, Friday Night SmackDown and uh, AEW Rampage were going one-on-one for what? About 30 minutes? They, 30 minutes. They end, yeah, 30 minutes. And before that, Tony Khan made numerous comments saying that we're going to beat them. And uh, well, they didn't. Ratings-wise, I don't know, demographics, I, I don't care too much about either. But I no. thought this was interesting. Um, on uh, 83 Weeks, uh, Eric Bischoff's podcast, he said, if I would give any advice to Tony Khan, I would tell him to shut up, just wrestle. And I agree. I mean, don't come out on Twitter. You don't see Vince doing it. You don't see anyone else doing it. Tony Khan's coming out and he's saying, I'm going to beat them, blah, blah, blah. What are your thoughts on what Tony Khan did and then what uh, Eric Bischoff said? Honestly, at the beginning of this whole, th- of you know, when AEW came around and they and Tony would say things like that. It'd be like, wow, like he's going there. Now yeah, it's kind of yeah. like, I agree with everyone. Shut up and let everybody wrestle. Yeah. Unless you're just trying, like you, you look like you're trying to, you're the yeah. one competing, you know, WWE is yep. doing their own thing. Yeah. They take, yeah. you know, if you guys do something great, they'll take it and use it, whatever. AEW as a whole, not just Tony yeah. Khan as a whole. I feel like they're just trying to keep up with WWE and like, Hey, look at us. We're doing this better. It, it is what it is. WWE is the big dog on campus. 
that's okay. But just be you like impact. I mean, they're not competing. I don't know if necessarily if they can compete, but they got people like Alexander, they got people like uh, Moose. I mean, we just discussed that promo, like in their own lane, you know, and they're not trying to, you know, change lanes and trying to, uh, you know, rewrite history. I mean, Eric Bischoff, he lost 83 weeks. We get it. We understand it, but uh, don't go out there and say, I'm going to beat you or I'm going to do this. Just beat them. Beat him and get on with it. You know, Triple H never came out and said, oh, we beat you, even though he didn't do it many times during the war, if we want to call it a war. Um, it's just petty. It's just petty. Yes, yeah, it's petty. It's it's not cool, but hey, competition is good. I love it. Let's get on with the next topic here. So Greg Hamilton, a.k.a. Greg Hudson, got released several days ago. What I don't understand is he, you know, he took to Twitter to take umbrage with hip hop artist West Side Gun for using a sample of his voice in a song. Hudson threatened to take legal actions against Wentz against West Side Gun. I guess he said, what did he say? He said something that, you know, basically WWE lawyers are going to get your ass, blah, blah, blah. Was that the reason why he was released? I mean, is that too far? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I read the comments. It, I don't know. But what is your opinion on that? Yeah, I mean, any any big company, I think any company in general, if someone yeah. wants to do that, I mean, that's kind of putting WWE in a, in a, in a spot, in a jam. That's true. I didn't think so about that. Yeah. He, right there, he became a liability. Yeah. You have a company that you really have to make sure your reputation is intact. Especially with another celebrity. Looking from my point of view, if I did that to my company, yeah, I, I would be gone the next day. There's no chance in hell. But uh, don't cross the boss. Don't cross the company. I mean, who's going to take over? I mean, what's-his-face can't do Raw and SmackDown? I'm Mike not Rome. sure that. Yeah, that, they're going to have to find somebody. I don't know. Yeah, they do have that woman uh, in NXT. She's pretty good, so maybe she uh, she will come up. All right, let's get on with the next topic here. It is 2022 pay-per-views for the WWE. Now, the common theme here, Joey, is Saturday pay-per-views, and I I love it. I absolutely love, love it. it. I love it so much. Now, are they trying to, like, not compete with football, or is it just something they're trying to do differently? What do you think? I'm not sure what it is, but yeah. if, if it was me in this position, I would think more people are watching on a Saturday night. They'll stay up later. Absolutely. And they will on a Sunday. I know well, for even, me on a Sunday, I'm like, oh, I got work in the morning. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. Even you know, if it is working from home, it's still a pain yeah. in the ass. Some new pay-per-views here, or at least one. WWE day one. That's pretty cool. Is it just. The day one is just because it's on January 1st. It's oh, the first day of the year. New Year's. Damn. Yeah. It's like a there new year. Connecting the dots. <laughs> now, some have not been announced, like the name of the pay-per-view. So you're thinking maybe that's a pay-per-view, Saudi Arabia. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I think it's pretty interesting. And as you can see here, Atlanta, day one, the Rumble, St. Louis, WrestleMania, back-to-back nights again, Saturday and Sunday in Texas. They go to uh, Providence. They go to Rosemont. Never heard of that. Las Vegas, Nashville. So a lot of big towns, a lot of big cities. I'm just stoked, man. I'm just stoked for Saturday pay-per-views. What's weird to me is look at the time in between the Rumble and WrestleMania. Yeah, let's see. Okay, January 29th, and then so you have they a do lot that of often? No, they don't. They usually have like they used to do like elimination chamber, and then uh, all these other things like 
to set up other WrestleMania matches. Now you have time for long builds. So hopefully yeah. they do that. That's that's what we need. That's what we like. Yeah. So SummerSlam is in Nashville. That's interesting. Nissan Stadium. Is that where the Titans play? I'm not even sure. I'm not yeah. a football guy. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, that's cool that I, I think it is. I think it's going to be outside. That's cool. Obviously, Boston. That'll be awesome if it is. Yeah. Survivor Series, Boston. So uh, that's cool. Let's get on with the next next topic. And that is MJF is going one-on-one with Darby Allen at full gear. Is he the right opponent for MJF? MJF is the top heel, and I don't even want to say AE just in AEW. I think he's the top heel overall. I mean, I, I hate to say it. Roman Reigns is doing really good, but I still think MJF, when it comes to promos, he is the best. Um, oh, absolutely. Currently. Is Darby Allen that baby face? Is that the guy that MJF needs to go one-on-one with? Honestly, you could put MJF against anybody and they will the, the crowd will go cheering, go crazy for whoever MJF yeah. is facing. Um, this is a great match. I think that Darby Allen is a great uh feud for MJF. Yeah. Problem is uh Darby Allen just lost this last feud with CM Punk. Yeah. So is he going to beat MJF? Yeah, that is, momentum. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. To me, Darby Allen is a huge baby face, especially having Sting by his really? side. Really? You really yeah. think so? Everyone is the, the crowd goes crazy for him. Not after that loss, man. I, I, I I'm gonna have to disagree. I just, I mean, Sting. I'd rather see Sting go one on one with MJF. I think that's coming. That, that's think? probably coming. Huh? That, that would be would a be cool. match. Yeah. That would just, elevate. Yeah, uh, I just think he needs that baby face. He needs, you know, CM Punk, John Cena. He needs that feud. And I just don't think it, it's it's there yet. And I, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a match. Darby Allen, you know, take yeah. it or leave it. He is, you know, a really, really good wrestler. But dude, MJF, I mean, those promos, dude, he would not get away with that in a or in WWE. It's just anywhere. It's, it's, it's really good to see because obviously it's a joke. Obviously he's not being serious, but it's something you don't see often or at all. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you see it in the attitude error, but nothing this raunchy, nothing like MJF. He's one of a kind. Any last words before we uh, end the show here, my friend, honestly, MJF is the real deal. And uh, I won't be surprised that he's, Holding uh, AEW world title gold very soon. Yeah, I, I would love to see that. Joey, I had a lot of fun. Um, give the people what they want. Promote your channel. Say whatever you want before we uh, get out of here. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, so thank you for having me on your show. Absolutely. Uh, always love uh, tuning into the show and uh, always love the opportunity to talk about wrestling. But uh, to follow the Angle Podcast, where you can follow me on, on all platforms on social media, uh, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. I think it's The Angle Radio or at The Angle Radio. Yeah. Uh, like I said, you can search me on YouTube. All great interviews. Uh, I do uh, preview and prediction shows for pay-per-views. All companies, all events, uh, even review shows after. Belt reviews. I mean, everything pro wrestling you can find on there. Best place to find me is on Twitter. I'm very active on there. Uh, so yeah, at the angle radio, and I want to thank you for having me on and everyone who's listening, go subscribe, go, uh, follow and go like this, uh, this amazing show. 
now in the next episode. I don't know. Have you heard of Nick Harrison, Mr. Professor 318 TikTok? I have seen some some things. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one that did the uh, the entrance theme, right? My man, okay. Joey, he's coming on the show. The next episode, I will be sitting down with Mr. Professor 318 on TikTok. Dude, it's going to be a great time, but this was an awesome time, Joey. I appreciate it so much. You can follow us on Twitter at the UW Pod and Instagram at UW Podcast. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. We really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. Info at uwpod.com. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.